stay in this place where there is nothing but emptiness and space. Everything that is experienced arises from here. There is nothing to fear. Because you see with the eyes of the heart that in this space, as this space, there is space between what sees, what is, and what arises. What beauty, what peace, what tranquility, what serenity, what bliss, what joy, what honesty, what purity, what truth. This ultimateness is not touched by anything. It cannot be affected by anything. Yet it creates all. It touches everything and exists in everything. Even the devil says, I am. A human being says, I am. One of God's greatest names is, I am. So everything is this. And this is everything. Sometimes it takes a while to see, to recognize that, but it is this very journey of transcendence that is so important and necessary to this knowing, to this knowing that I am the emptiness. Until then, we identify with the very things that arise in it. The person, the body, the job, the money, the family, even the beloved. But all of these things play their role in the play just to bring you closer to what is no thing what cannot be identified what cannot be perceived 
It's nothing you can see. It is only what remains after everything you see and perceive comes and goes. It is the only thing that remains continuously. And even then, to say continuous is an understatement. It just is. The creator had to stay true to this play of opposites. And so everything exists. Not just the light, but the dark too. Not just joy, but suffering too. Everything is true. In everything there is truth. We don't know where one experience or one thing leads us. Who it's supposed to make us. What understanding it's supposed to give us. But there is love even in the suffering. There is love in everything. Because all of it exists. And all of it somehow brings you closer in this human form to recognizing the imperishable. Death most of all. Death is one of God's greatest gifts. Because it forces you to find the imperishable within the perishable. This is just a time body. Nobody knows when it will go, only that it will. And just this fact, just this truth is enough to create urgency. And this urgency, as you feel it, will lead you in the right direction for you. And you will continue, you will continue. And that path will take different twists and turns and it will evolve as you go. Every stop on the way is fundamental.
every turn. Even the ones that you thought you didn't have to take. Maybe you went the long way. Maybe you went the wrong way. There is no such thing in this life. There is no such thing in this game of life. For every move that you play needs to be played. You have no way of knowing the understanding that comes from the experience. Every day, in every way, this truth that you seek is being revealed to you in some way. In the way that is most palatable for you to understand and assimilate and then become one with. Then become. This lifetime holds a bunch of experiences for us. It itself is one grand experience. This human form is an experience itself. The point of which is to recognize what cannot be contained by it, but is contained within it, somehow. What a great play, what a great game. When what you seek is truth and virtue, goodness, when your heart is earnest, you will be brought closer and closer to the very force that has created this universe. Until you reach something from which you cannot get any closer. Some people it takes lifetimes to reach that which they cannot move any closer. For many, in fact, maybe we've all been here for many, many lifetimes. 
reincarnating as something else just to know what this physical form is about. What is it about? Well, it would have to be the opposite of form. Anything that we are meant to discover in that given situation, the greatest thing that we could possibly discover would have to be the very thing that is the very opposite of that situation or container or circumstance or idea or thought or belief. The greatest thing we can always discover is the opposite. I hold a certain belief. I think a certain way. The greatest thing that I could discover is being okay with the opposite. Is that maybe I also hold the opposite belief. Maybe I hold both beliefs. Actually, I hold neither. Everything is sort of loose. There is no real partiality when you find the truth. The ultimate truth is the thing that is true in one moment, the next, the next, and so on. It never is not true. So it cannot be an opinion. It cannot even be a belief because beliefs are changing. Our thoughts, forget about it, our thoughts are always changing. So the only thing that is not changing is the emptiness that is found inside. The space that gives rise to all of this expression, all of this activity, all experience. This is the only thing that does not change. And here, here is a thing that every human being is, cannot disagree on. Here is the ever-constant, ever-still, ever-unending, ever-blissful, ever-tranquil, ever-peaceful state. It was here yesterday. It will be here tomorrow. And it is never not here now.
here is that state. To say it's even a state is incorrect. It is what just is. Nothing can be said about it. Only what is not it. And it is the very thing that every human being is seeking. Every human being, whether they know it or not, is seeking this. It is beyond peace. To it, peace is an idea, a concept. It is so easy. God made it so easy. Thank you for making it so easy. That I don't even have to have one thought. That this emptiness is the greatest gift and discovery and this is all that I need to be and it's already what I am and even when I discover it, the only thing that I must do to be this fully in my mind is to just stay here. And I chew and I chew. I chew and I chew. Each experience I learn from, each moment I am awake, I am discarding what is not true, understanding the subtleties of my mind. Rising above them just effortlessly. The most subtle recognition has proven enough. And the grace is unfolding naturally by itself. And you have taken a hold of this being. You have found me worthy. Even if I didn't myself. I just wanted truth. I just sought to expose the lies. I just knew that I was supposed to move through whatever discomfort because something else felt like it was right. That was all. I followed one feeling. My entire life.
one feeling. And it brought me to this place that I never knew existed. And I realized when I arrived that I've always been here. I thank you so much for ever guiding me every moment for the uncertainty that leads to peace that I find refuge again that even this play of being human is so beautiful that even this play of doubt and fear and anxiety is so beautiful knowing that it is not true from this space I get to see everything this space sees everything you see everything and you've put yourself inside me and now there's just vast spaciousness such emptiness, such peace, such bliss and joy that come because I can see, I can see that those things are not me in that space between what is me, what is the truth and all of these things that arise that I experience in my, in my body that come and go and leave. And even if they feel like they stay, I always find that they go. And when they do, I feel such grace, such gratitude, such laughter even. I got swept away again. <laughs> and I see even that wasn't true. And in this way, you turn me inside out and undo me. And I thank you so much. I thank you for this discovery. I didn't have to learn anything to make it, although I learned many things in my life. Before maybe I could be open enough, before maybe my heart could be open enough for this experience. Or maybe so that I'd be able to understand this experience. That I learned so many things in my mind. So many concepts and ideas and principles even of, of truth 
concepts of truth. And maybe I had to learn those and seek those for a while. But here in this ultimate truth, none of them exist because it is conceptless. And that's how I know it's the greatest gift because you made it so easy. And so many people write stories about how the greatest gem in life is found within or the greatest secret is held within, discovered within. And what a, what a paradox that we have these eyes and this entire world around us. These eyes only look out. They don't see themselves. They don't see what's within. We are completely missing the most beautiful expression, the most beautiful experience, the most beautiful thing that is none of these. We completely miss it because it is none of these. Because it cannot be seen. It cannot even be experienced. It cannot be felt. It is nothing that comes or goes. We miss it completely. And for good reason too. Because when we wake up to it, when we discover it, that contrast in that experience in that time that we spent outside of it or thinking that we were outside of it not knowing that we were it that we are it that contrast is fundamental to knowing this truth How beautiful and how divine this play of time, this world with everything that can be sensed and experienced with the five senses that can be felt through sensation or some experience in the mind that we feel like is our heart until we see that our heart is not an experience but that takes time it takes its own time assigned by the divine we don't really know anything until we wake up but until then we think that we know and it's good that we think that we know because 
We have to operate, or we try to operate on some level. But when you truly know, that's when you truly know that you don't know anything. That you truly don't know anything about life. And then everything becomes sublime. When you discover that you are the space itself. That you are the unchanging. That's when the unchanging takes hold of you. It's kissed you from within. And then you cannot avoid it. That which kissed you within has already planted itself in you. It will continue to flower within you. It will keep kissing you. And actually it always has been. You just didn't know it. But when you do, when you feel it, everything changes. Everything that is untrue falls flat into the nothingness. You learn not to identify with anything. Because in this emptiness, what is so clear is that you are this. So then you start to see the tendencies of the mind, maybe that you've had all your life, running away with certain thoughts. You notice thought patterns. These come from some form of your consciousness that has created an identity for you to transcend. And the person that, that plays with those constant thoughts on loop That person is also something that has been created to play with the thoughts that have been created, the thought patterns that arise in your mind. All of it is just for you to transcend. And without it, how would you know? How would you know what you are if you didn't know what you are not? Especially this. Especially the greatest gift. It 
is absolutely nothing. The absolute is nothing. It is beyond anything. Anything that you can see or perceive or imagine. It would have to be. All roads and paths lead to it. But they are not it. They are it, but it is not them. It is unaffected by them. It doesn't even concern itself with them. It just is. Because if it concerned itself with them, then it would expect something. It expects nothing, for it is nothing. It just is. We need not do anything for it. That's why it is the ultimate gift. That's why it is unconditional love. It is just given. It just exists. It wasn't even given. Nor is it something that needs to be received. But when you discover it, everything changes. You realize that it's always been here. That you've always been here. But now your entire experience changes. Every moment becomes an unfolding of of comparing, discerning what I'm experiencing now from this truth that I have discovered. What is the experience now in my mind? Because I can see in a way for the first time that I've never been able to see before. Because I've discovered something deeper. And from this place, what does it look like? From this place, what is the experience like? And everything changes. It all changes. And mostly you realize that you don't know anything. And that, well, because you're not supposed to know anything. You don't know anything. You can't know anything. You're not supposed to know anything. You are nothing. And you surrender all of the ideas that you have about yourself and the ideas that they have. You surrender your attachments. You surrender your strong desires. You surrender your boxes, your ropes, your hooks, your chains, certainly. You surrender everything because you realize that you are nothing. And you surrender everything when you realize that you are nothing. And that realization comes differently, in infinite ways, differently for each human being. Different for each sentient being. 
you come to realize that you are not this body. But maybe you know that on some level. But you come to know, you come to experience what you truly are that is within this body. You have this experience alone without the body, as if you are not in the body. And this experience cannot be compared or described and it cannot even be labeled as an experience because it just is. An experience comes and goes, this doesn't. And life gives you opportunity after opportunity just so kindly, so gratuitously to flush out of your mind all of the things that did not serve you that served your coming to this point but no longer serve you you see that they are not true once they were true for you but now you are very clear they are not true everything just falls away everything dies a silent death into oblivion it's like it never even existed the past doesn't exist memory is nowhere to be found and that's a good thing there are no future projections. You stop fantasizing as much. No longer spend your day dreaming. Because you're here now. Because this place is so beautiful that you would rather be nowhere else. And you find that even amidst the, the chaos that you still might experience in your mind, the noise, that something is still greater. And this starts to take up more and more and more space inside until it completely pushes out everything that is not it. That all those thoughts and fears and everything that you had to experience at one point that is now flushing out. It brought you here, but now that you're here, you see that those things are not true. Everything gets its chance to come up and to come out. Then it's gone. Then it's gone. And all you are left with is the complete emptiness. Then you are fully merged as one. Who was I before this? 
No, I have no idea. A person. Someone who felt hurt, distressed, anxious, suffered all her life. Even as a child, even before her dad died and things became traumatic, there was something even from the very beginning. There was suffering from the beginning. There was suffering from birth, even. There was suffering even before the awareness, before the, not before the awareness, but before the conscious knowing that there was suffering taking place, suffering in the mind taking place. But I think that I grew so tired of that suffering. And I'm so grateful to have grown tired of it. Because I always wanted peace, I feel. In this lifetime, I always wanted peace. I always sought peace from the distress. It always felt unbearable. I was always driven to find peace. I think it's the only thing I've ever wanted, honestly. And now that I've found it, I've seen that it's not even what I thought it would be. All that I thought it would be in the sense that it is eternal, that it doesn't come and go, but it's nothing that I thought it would be because it is me, and I have been it the whole time, this whole life, and I have no clue, and that just makes it so tasty. That just gives me such um, such joy and appreciation and so much value for it that I don't know that I don't know if I would love it the way that I do. Because the experience of suffering before this, all the while before this, it was needed. It was needed to value it. It was needed to love it. The experience of the suffering that I felt when I recognized the heart of my beloved I saw what I hadn't seen in so many years, ever. 
I saw what I'd completely missed. That suffering, even though I had known him for 20 years, that suffering only took three years, maybe. Before I grew tired. Before I grew tired of what I hadn't seen in him. And a lot of that happened immediately. Much of it happened throughout the course of those few years. Just an unfolding of getting to see all the things that I hadn't seen before and the appreciation was profound. And even from that appreciation came one of life's honest truths. An oath to the divine. Something that came from the purest place in my heart. I know I've messed up. But any time that you allow me to be around him, I will serve him. And I only know that that asking came from the most pure place because life changed very soon after. He left to be with his father. He had to go. It was the moment he waited his whole life for. It was also the time that I had waited my whole life for. Although I didn't know it at the time. Through the next few months, I started to get an idea of how important this time was. That certain parts of me could maybe only grow in this environment of being alone. Not having another presence around me. That there were so many things I was discovering. Most of all, I was Battling my own mind, I couldn't understand what was going on. I felt out of control. Then I somewhat would start to feel in control through certain experiences like taking care of myself or doing things for myself. And then I realized, oh, I... 
I do have so much control. I have control over things that I didn't know that I had. But there was limited control over my mind. Certain aspects of it didn't seem to give up, didn't seem to fade. Even when the attachment faded, when it got weaker and weaker, I still couldn't understand my mind. I couldn't understand the habits of it. If they weren't associated with the attachment, why then when I would think of something, would that thought be perpetuated? Why then would I, when I would try to figure something out, when I would look at a thought and go into it, why, and, and, and think that I had visited the root of it and solved it, understood it, why then wasn't it leaving? Why then would it appear out of some figment of the imagination like a flash? Even if there was no meaning. Then I started to realize that. Or even when the, the meaning had, had decreased. I know that when something doesn't have any importance for us then it's not even registered as anything in the mind. But I became curious because it felt like certain thoughts were just perpetuated by my simple attention that they were there. They weren't even worthy of that attention. And I came to discern when I should go into a thought and actually look at it and examine it. And when I would just ignore it. And like that, so many things fell away and continued to fall away. Most of everything is falling away. Most of everything has fallen away. I don't even have a lot of the thoughts that I used to because I get to see them. I get to see them arise in my mind. There's space there. There's more space than there's ever been because I know that I'm not them. And in this knowing with this earnestness in my heart. I also ask for guidance of what to do because many times I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know about this thought. I don't know what to do. I give it to you. You take care of it. And it's done. And I don't think about it again. Many things like that completely vanish. And I'm so grateful that we have this consciousness, this, even this play of duality, to even have something outside of me to surrender to, 
I give this to you when I know that I'm just giving it to myself. I'm just surrendering to myself, just returning home. I know what I am. I'm most grateful for that. I can't imagine this life now without without this discovery. I, I imagine that I would just continue to have suffered and been so attached and even gone on experiences, had experiences, gone on trips and gone on vacations and been somewhere else in my mind because of something that was plaguing me at the time with my family or something else that was going on. But there's so much detachment now. And now I feel like I'm ready for life. I'm, I'm alive. That I could be present. That's something I struggled with all my life. Just to be able to listen to someone speak for a few minutes at a time. I'm so grateful to be able to do that today. To do that now. I'm so grateful to watch a video and even while watching the video, I could see these thoughts as I noticed them, identify them as distractions. I know that they're distractions. And so I can see them as bubbling up a little bit, but they're gone so fast. I ignore them so fast that that I don't even have to rewind the video, that I don't miss what is being said. And I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for attention, for presence, for being here, for being this. I'm grateful for this human experience because it is just one way that I have discovered what I truly am. And it's, um, it's been such a, a joy. And it becomes more and more of a joy every day, even amidst the noise, even amidst the storms in the mind that I can never forget what I have discovered. It is done, it is just doing its thing inside of me now. It's not even in my control. My, my heart is here, my heart seeks to contain my mind. Everything else is just a matter of time. And I know that I already, in so many ways, see with the eyes of my heart. 
see with God's eyes. See with love's eyes. And this is just a moment of this. It's more beautiful than anything I've ever experienced. Just a moment. That I would give up everything for this. I would give up everything for this bliss. Because I know my heart has been touched in a way it's never been. And I am that same thing that touched it. The rest doesn't matter. The rest, nobody knows, not even I. I love you. I breathe you. Thank you for flowing with me. Flowing through me. Allowing me to experience and be you. Thank you for making me as you. Thank you for never making me apart from you. Thank you for this most wonderful, precious discovery. I am free. I am free.